Welcome to It's Kind of a Big Deal, the official podcast of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. Join hosts Natalie Woodbridge and Mike Burke as they delve into all areas of the awards, from what each category is about and how they are judged, to what these awards mean for businesses, and more. It's Kind of a Big Deal features a variety of guests, including business leaders, lead judges, award winners and finalists, and the team that make the awards happen. Through these conversations, you can learn, grow, and succeed, all while having a laugh along the way. This podcast showcases that entering these awards is kind of a big deal. Okay, welcome back to It's Kind of a Big Deal, this weekly podcast around uh, the Auckland Business Chamber and Two Degrees, now that we can say that, the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. Um, we've got a special guest today, Nat. Uh, we've got our first of our series of talking to the lead judges. We do. Uh, so welcome to Steph uh, or Stephanie Quantrill. Yes. Um, Steph, rather than me wax on about how amazing and awesome you are because mm-hmm. we've known each other for quite some time, do you just want to, you know, what's your background? Like where have you come from and what brought you to uh, the business awards. Sure, thanks, Mark. Um, look, I would describe myself as a marketer through and through. So um, I've been in marketing since for about twenty years, um, mostly in the FMCG world, so fast moving consumer goods. Um, eight years of that has been in the alcohol space, which has been a lot of fun. Um, probably, if, <laughs> if, if this was a job interview, I'd describe myself as very much sitting in that brand marketing space. I'm um, having worked on a lot of sort of you know really well loved brands. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of my background. I've never really done anything other than marketing, so hopefully that makes me really well qualified to be sitting here today. Yeah, well, if it was a joke, you're hired. Uh, <laughs> and I think, you know, so, and you've been a judge for these business awards for a couple of years now, right? Like, yeah. what got you? What got you involved? What made you go, "Hey, that sounds like, like something that I want to commit your time to." Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, let's be honest, it was you that approached me to, to yep. be part of these awards. If I had that marketing thing to do with it, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, I think the thing that really appealed initially is just that idea of being able to look at companies outside of my own industry. So, I've, you know, as, as a marketer, I've only really worked in a couple of industries. Um, what's really appealing about this is just the sheer breadth of uh, experiences, the size of the businesses, mm. the different industries that get touched by the entrants who come to these awards. Um, that was really appealing. And, you know, there's, there's definitely that part where you get to, you know, get involved in other people's businesses and help them along the way. So I think that's that's been an output of, of the judging. Um, but, you know, first and foremost, it's really kind of, it's doing what I love. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's looking at marketing strategies. I learn as much as, I kind of, you know, deliver, I think, in that process. Um, and so, yeah, it was the ability to kind of expose myself to other other industries and other companies initially. You said something that we've actually reflected on in a previous episode, and it was around um, when people actually enter these awards, who our judges are and their backgrounds, and that people shouldn't use things like acronyms within their own sectors because our judges are experts in the area of which they operate. So marketing for you. But being able to see the wider look of the different sectors is really important. Um, but that, I think that was quite good for you to talk about that as well because we have reflected on it in the past that the expertise is in that marketing sector. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, 
the thing that really does come out in these entries, it's about marketing principles, right? So it's about mm-hmm. taking a, a basic understanding of marketing and how has that impacted your business. And what I also really love, in the, and I love about the fact that marketing is included as a category here, is showing people that marketing can deliver results. Mm. You know, like it's, it's not a, it's not a um, something that is done in the background that you're really asking people to think about marketing and how it's delivered for their business. Yeah, and actually, you know, to to go a little bit deeper on that, and this is a conversation that you and I have had, and and um, in judging in this category in years gone by, is you know, there's marketing awards for marketing awards, there's advertising awards, there's agency awards. Yeah. You know, whereas this one's quite different, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the role of marketing or the excellence of marketing towards your business. And, you know, have you found that a bit different as well, where it's, you know, marketing for business sake rather than marketing for marketing sake? You know, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting. There is such diversity in the types of responses that you get, right? So we, we you know, as, there's a team of us judges and we go through a real variety of different types of businesses. And, you know, you've got people from small owner operators right through to quite large organisations. And if you talk about those marketing awards that you're referring to, that yeah. is, they are often, you've got people who professionally write them. And they're quite polished. They're really, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, that's an art in itself. And in some instances, you can see that come through. But what's really, what I what I think is really heartening is marketing can be at the heart of any organisation, you know? Mm-hmm. And you don't, you talk about acronyms, people don't have to know all the acronyms. It's mm-hmm. like, do I have a target market? What am I, you know, ultimately, what am I trying mm-hmm. to achieve? Who do I tell? Who do I speak to? Um, just breaking all of those sorts of things down. Any other interesting thing you see in other award programs when it is marketing specific, they do look at particular practices. So how does this digital marketing work? How does this particular time of marketing work? How does traditional marketing work? And when you look at the business awards and some of the entries that come through there, their marketing is so vast and there's so much variety because they use the right marketing tool for the industry they're in and they explain that. And so that's quite, I find that quite an interesting thing that you've brought out a lot yeah. over the last couple of years on the different types of marketing. Yeah, it's not all, it's not all social media. Right? No. <laughs> totally. Although you get a fair, fair, a fair <laughs> share of those entries, right? Like yeah. We did Facebook retargeting, please. <laughs> yeah, that's you know. true. Uh, so actually, I do want to ask you a question, Steph, around, you know, how you can compare you know, a, a company that'll have, you know, through the line, multi-million dollar campaigns, you know, versus, you know, a smaller company who probably leverages strategy by accident or on purpose, um, you know, but probably choosing one or two channels. My question before we go into that rabbit hole would be, you know, in your opinion, what is it easy or is it hard to tell the difference between, you know, just a normal entry versus one that's worthy of a finalist. You know, what What are the judges looking for? Like if if an applicant was to look in the answers in the back of the textbook, yeah. right, what's the difference between, you know, the 100 entries uh, that don't make the finalists versus the top six in each region? I'm so amazed that you've asked this question. So the first thing is answer every question, right? So it's, just, it's literally as basic as that. There are some entries we get and not every question has even been really? answered or refer above. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I get that, yeah. As but even, yeah. So first of all, I think probably one of the things to pull out is that the judges put a lot of time and effort into these. They take, you know, often can take a month for us to go through the, the entries. So, we're, you know, we're doing this over and above our time, which we love doing, 
But we like to see, you know, entries that have been really well thought out and not sort of thrown together. So first of all, make sure you answer every question. Second of all, um, they're actually, I think they're relatively simple and really easy to comprehend. Um, just reading the question and answering, answering the question that's been asked, and that might sound really obvious. In some cases, you can see where people have just wanted to say some things about their business and they've written a paragraph, you know, or, or an, an, um, a response around that. Actually, see what, see what the question is actually asking. So one of the things, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but, the, you know, one of the questions from last year is, how's your marketing changed to the to adapt to the local environment? And that's a, I think that's such a great question with what, what's been happening in, you know, in the world lately. Oh, pre-post-COVID, yeah, 100%. So, yeah. And you can set a marketing strategy, but be aware that that can change. And mm-hmm. so, so I guess to go back to your question, what makes a good entry or an award-winning entry, Specifics are really great. So we do look at financials. So that you know, there is, you know, it's actually being really specific and measurable about how you deliver results. That makes a huge difference because, you know, I'd be the first one to sit in the marketing world and go, you can write some lovely, fluffy paragraphs about with your own marketing, <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. That's what you trained in. I mean, and I love, I love a long <laughs> sentence, but you know <laughs> that it, it makes a big difference when you can actually go, this is what we said we this is what we wanted to do. This is what we did, and these are the results that came out of what we actually mm-hmm. did from a marketing yeah. perspective. So, and we can see that when you start to read lots of lots of these responses, you can see who's really kind of gone had a plan and, and has got some actual measurable results. Um, I, some some of the judges like quite short answers, and some like quite long. I mean, if, 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 ideally, no, not too long for us. Well, we do a word count that. for a reason, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I think just pay attention to the question that's being asked. Um, probably take some time and think about how you're going to answer it and, and, and make sure that you're delivering against all of those questions that are in there. So one thing to build on that, Steve, I think, uh, like channeling my time uh, when I was a marketing judge was, you know, a lot of people would sort of front foot it or the first question was, you know, it's quite generic or quite general because yes. I think, you know, there is a funnel to those questions and and. I do find that a lot of people throw everything into that first answer. Yes. And so there is a lot of as above or as I've already said or like yeah. a little bit of a repeat. But like you say, have a bit of a read all of the questions and maybe, you know, cherry pick what information you're going to share on each question because the judge is going to read all of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. And we do, when we look at the numbers and we look at the results, um, yeah. So, so writing, like writing your entry is also for anybody is an exercise in storytelling. Exactly, that's no, right. The narrative's got to run all the way through. It does. And it's it's funny when you look at the marketing category and sometimes you read what people have written and you're thinking, your, your marketers do storytelling throughout this entry as well. It's important because you do it in your day-to-day Don't operations be. of your business. Yep. So yep. bring it in the same way as you would sell your story to someone about your business. You're doing the same thing, but you're selling yep. it to judges. Absolutely. Well, well, and I also think from a marketing point of view, like there's two sides to marketing. There is the, the storytelling and and you know, making sure that you're doing a functional, but also emotional, but also value mm-hmm. uh, element to it. But then there's also the marketing science. You know, where has the insight come from? How are you yeah. succinctly capturing the insight, turning that into value propositions? What channel? Why did you choose this channel? And mm. right, yeah, like and you guys, you look at you look for yeah. stuff like that well, as well. Right? Like both sides. What well, is a strategy? Well, there's marketing. I think there's. Uh, you know, marketing's more than <laughs> crayons and, and fluffy <laughs> long sentences. 
uh, is there. Absolutely. Because, uh, <laughs> it is why you have long lunches. And, but, you know, and I think, so it isn't just around marketing as a one-dimensional. There's also the reason behind decisions that get made. Mm. And I would like to build on that because you've made a point about going, you know, large organisations through the line campaigns, really big budgets down to small operators. I think what I would like to encourage uh, people to, to think about is you don't have to have a big budget. You don't necessarily have to have access to all the data. So I've worked in organisations where you've got all the Nielsen data at your fingertips, um, but you can still be an effective marketer just like, you know what, speak to, speaking to your customers. If you're a small operator, speaking to your customers and getting an understanding of what the problem is right. and then working out how to, you know, ways in which you can solve that problem. Data is helpful, but that doesn't stop you from being good, like implementing marketing. Yeah, and data can also be, you know, you see people jump on your website that don't convert to a sale. Yeah. Or uh, one social media post gets three likes and the next one gets 300 likes. You know, their data points around what you know their insights and how do you turn that insight into action yeah um i want to swing back to the the finance thing because i I just from a participant point of view there's a lot of protection around finance Mm. you know so i just want to you know make sure like what do you you know if someone's got a revenue of you know 48 million dollars versus the company that's got a revenue of 4.8 million dollars yep. does that impact who's going to become a finalist and who isn't not at all I don't know if that's the wrong or right answer but no absolutely not so for us it's about how the market it's not about how much money you make although what i will say as a judge is i've learned that there are some i mean i've, I've learned there are some industries that i'd, where I'd definitely invest in and others where i might not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Based on profit Not margins. that you caught co- your like confidentiality agreements But that's coming back to the fact that it's really interesting to look mm. at other industries, right? Okay. Yep. So no, it's not about how much money you make. It's about the incremental difference that you've made year on year. Yeah. And it's, it's not even about the size of your marketing budget. Mm. It's how you've used it and has it delivered the results, right? Mm. So yeah. Have you proven excellence in marketing? Yeah. Sorry, Nat. I mean we tell people that all the time. So one of the questions that we do get every time around the marketing category and it's all my team get this question is how can I compete against someone that has that million dollar budget and so we always our question now well, I mean our answer to this is always it doesn't actually matter how much no. you have it's how well you were doing marketing at the part of the journey and business you were at right then and there so it's looking at excellence for you then looking at it across all the other entrants that are in that category and who's doing it better for where they are in their business journey. And I think this is a this is a personal statement, but having worked in small and large organisations, I really believe sometimes having less money makes you a better marketer. And mm. you, you, you learn to problem oh, solve yeah. in different ways. Yeah, you level up with scarcity. Yep. Right. Mm. So, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I totally agree with that. That also almost feeds into loyalty as well. Because, like, as much as we're talking about marketing, you see that in people's choice, which has a lot to do with marketing and loyalty and customer service. Like, yeah. it brings everything together. Yeah, there but is, the there same is. thing, it's it, loyalty can be a big thing if you don't have a huge budget. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, I mean, loyalty is one of the tools in the marketing toolbox. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you know, repeat businesses, you know, getting someone to come back is much cheaper than you know, customer acquisition costs of finding a new customer. I think the other thing too to think about in terms of entries is you might have, sometimes when you're putting forward an entry, you want to put all the amazing stuff down that you've done, right? And there just isn't the format for that. 
in a, in an award entry. So you probably, I would suggest that you just got to pick the things that really made a difference. So we've definitely had entries that have had every single tactic that they employed. Yeah. You know, and that little detail is amazing, but we don't need to see all of that. Pick the thing, or pick, and you might have multiple marketing strategies for different things that you've done. So sometimes I do think maybe when you're doing an entry, it could be overwhelming at the beginning to go, how how do I nut this out, and what am I going to what am I going to speak to? Which again, pick the thing that made a difference, and then tell that story. Yeah, yeah. Reference all the bullet points up. Yeah. But yeah. What are you proud of? What are you going to fly the flag on? And yeah, sorry. And one more thing, just to no, remember, we, as judges. We don't always understand your business or your industry. So understanding the specific challenge that you're facing mm. is really helpful. I might um, cool. slightly divert because uh, I'm just thinking that it was something you just said then was around what you're sharing within your entry. And another question or another thing that we do tell people is to share the things that you did, didn't do well, what yes. you learned from what you didn't do well and why this is actually a good thing to share in an award entry. Because so many entrants or so many businesses that enter the awards think we've got to talk about all the good times and all the good things because that shows we're excellent. Yeah. But the bad times show you're excellent too. Yeah. Would you better delve into that a little bit of what you see and why that's important to Yeah, share? absolutely. Because actually, you know, best laid plans, not everything will deliver the results that you wanted. And I come back to that question, which is around how have you responded to changes? And there's obviously been, the you know, in economic situations have changed. We've had, we've had COVID over the last couple of years, which people have really had to change. And you, you can, in some cases, I've seen some excellent entries where people go, this is what we started out doing. Things changed. We had to pivot and we had to go and do something else. And so that... There's no point in pretending we operate in a perfect environment either because companies don't. Yeah, and, I mean, a great art of storytelling is overcoming adversity, mm, you know, yeah. and it, there's some really human – and judges are human, right? Mm. And, you know, um, I've seen a lot of judges' meetings. Like we, I was a part of the, you know, the marketing judges' meetings when we were coming up with finalists last year and, you know, there's emotional stories going on. And, you know, yeah. and you get a judge that advocates for you you're going to go further than if it's, you know, ticking boxes. Actually, on that, what, what's the difference between, because um, there's two stages of judging, right? Yep. So going through the written application form and then actually going to visit people. Mm. Um, in your personal opinion, especially with what you and the, mar- the marketing judging team are looking for, what are you looking for when, you know, and the difference between a written application versus, Don't say, going and visiting? So it's out, we always look at that as a chance to get it under the hood, right? To yep. really kind of go, so we'll, you know, look at the entry and we'll go, what are the things that in here that we want to know more about? So you're asking all those open-ended questions and most of them are really passionate, right? So we generally get a tour of the premises. We have to get a touch and build a product if that's a product-based sort of situation. Um, the, the format of that can take many different forms depending on the type of business that it is because they all are really varied. And we're looking to like to validate some of the things so tell me more about you know what happened in this situation and yeah. and all the rest of it and so they yeah. don't just get chat GBT to fill in your application <laughs> they actually know well, that might be this year's one yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. Um, and it's also the other thing that we do really appreciate is either having the person who's written the awards entry in that room and then making sure you've got someone else who really understands the business because oh. That is the business's chance to kind of get that chance to build that personal connection and sell the story and go, and this is why it was important to look at our amazing, you know, our product and this is what's happened. So, because that's also why it's important not to give absolutely everything and chuck everything into your entry. 
like the ones that we're saying that you get a monstrous amount of stuff of every single thing they've done. Yep. Because the same way as when you do marketing, you're sort of teasing the audience a little bit to come and look a little bit further. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a naturally curious person, so I'll often ask questions that even are even marketing related, just because it's interesting. Like if you if you can create the engagement with the judge too, and they want to know more about your total business. Yeah. Hey, so I've got some random questions just so we can get to know Steph a little bit better. Uh, okay, just a couple of quick ones. What was the best food you had in the last 24 hours? I ate some kar- karage chicken in the car on the way here oh, because I haven't had time to eat. Stop. <laughs> There's still some sitting in the car for us. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, how old is that karage? Like, or is it from today? It's from today. I bought it. Oh, swear. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I went like car karage chicken. Like, I've dirt since one of my top three foods. And uh, <laughs> so you had me until you had said, oh, yeah, no, it's just sort of lazily having it. Okay. So, I suppose I, you didn't bring it up. I had napkins, so that I didn't, I thought we were filming, so I had napkins everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what was the last thing you binged on Netflix? Um, oh, what have I just finished watching? Um, I've started Yellow Jackets and I'm in the middle of finishing you. The TV. I take my side and says, I have no idea what either of those are. I think, I mean, you got the thriller. Okay. Thriller series. It's kind of like a stalker thing, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. And I mean, people listening to the podcast weren't here before the podcast, but where we're actually filming or recording this, we just looked out the window and said it looked similar to. We can do. For anyone who watches you, we actually have a direct line of sight into somebody else's apartment building from here. So oh, really? The premise of the how show. Do I, how do I feel dirty just hearing this? Uh, and what was the last song you listened to? Uh, oh. So, okay, I can't remember the exact. I want to, I'll tell you a story about this. So my son shares my Spotify account with me and I haven't worked out how to separate it. So <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day, we had music Fridays at work. We had I had Irish songs playing and it got overtaken with some kinks to rap. Oh, really? I constantly had battles with him overtaking my Spotify account with his gangster rap, he's supposed to be in school. Oh, really? oh so he's just... He's just like playing, starts playing it. Yeah. And, he's, and, also, and also, I'm like, you're supposed to be in drama class. What are you doing? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a cause. I need to separate his Spotify out of my So there is, uh, <laughs> my understanding, and I get told this quite often, these are Spotify kids, because I have the same issue where we'll be playing Spotify through Alexa in the office. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the wiggles comes on yes. just out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I think that's the difference between the age of my kids and a late starter for me. <laughs> um, hey, thanks, Steph. I really appreciate um, you coming on. Uh, I really appreciate the fact that you got your food very quickly <laughs> to make it here on time and to be extraordinarily presentable. Sorry, we couldn't put that on camera. Yeah, sorry, Tim. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and and also for sharing insight because I think, you know, helping people understand what, you know, the process is, how it works, what judges look for will hopefully help people decide whether or not this is the right category for them. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, how to put the best foot forward. Awesome. And thanks so, for the opportunity. It's a real pleasure to, to be part of the process. So thank you. We've enjoyed awesome. having you. Cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. Cool. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you guys on the next It's Kind of a Big Deal. Thanks for tuning into this episode of It's Kind of a Big Deal, the podcast that highlights the excitement and impact of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. 
We hope you found this discussion informative and engaging and that it inspires you to take your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay tuned for more insights and conversations from our guests. Remember, it's kind of a big deal, not just to be a finalist or winner for these awards, but to have your business in this community. Thanks for listening.